When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Six o'clock in the Southland, a live imaging Tuesday is all with Sedano and Cap. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Watch out for Cappy blowing his nose right into your YouTube face. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I actually Turn your mind. mic on there. That's small market. Yeah. That's a pretty small market. Yeah. I um, I don't mind blowing my nose on camera. It doesn't bother me at all. I can pick my nose on camera, and it's not because I'm picking it like where I'm jamming my finger all the way up. Just like a crust? <laughs> like where I, no, where I, like, I got to move something. I'm like, I'm on camera. There's nothing I can do about it. So you know what? Tough. You know? Um, like, I don't care. Don't okay. mean nothing to me. All right. Do you, boo? Boo better. Sitigan for producer Lindsay, who's on vacation. Take it away, producer Laura. Thanks, Chris. All right. Someone who does back up his words, unlike someone in the other side of the studio, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg canceled his doggy style anniversary I show. I saw this. Yeah, the Hollywood he had, Bowl. Exactly. He had two shows at the Hollywood Bowl, and he canceled them. Why? In solidarity with, with uh, Saganatra. Yeah. Writer's strike. Yeah. You tell him, Snoop. See, Snoop can back up his words. You were still working on Which? What do you mean? Which part? Well, you said you were going to go on strike. And- I am on strike. Okay. I am officially standing with my brothers uh, in the union of Saganatra and mm-hmm. sisters. Mm-hmm. I just haven't found time yet to go out there and pick it. Bring them food. Yeah. Donate do to like all these uh, like organizations that are helping them stay out. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to throw you one better. You ready? A ver, for this? dime, dime, okay. dime, capi. When George and I tonight at 7:59 uh-huh. win the 800 plus million dollars in the lottery, George. Four by ten apiece. You didn't see that. He I, I he wanted to buy half my tickets, so I told him I need to see the 10 American dollars first. That's right. So now we're partners. Right now, where'd you buy this ticket? I bought it in Wilmington. Okay, you know the store you bought it at? Yeah, it's a gas station. Okay, any bars on the windows? Actually, yes. Okay, good news. Good news, because Beto says it has to have bars on the windows. Yeah, yeah, in Wilmington. Okay. Not like where you bought yours. No, I bought mine in Carpinteria. Carpinteria. (laughs) See, See, I go go into many neighborhoods in Southern California. You do, do you? I love Wilmington. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's actually, there's no Mexican... Supermarkets or grocery stores in the South Bay, in, in the traditional South Bay. So I, when I go to the Mexican um, supermarket, I have to I go into Wilmington mm-hmm. and get the good stuff there. Okay, what'd you get? Well, I'm, I'm not saying I did that today, but I'm saying I generally do that. Like okay. when I want like costillas, like real like you know like real stuff from like the butcher yeah. to make like good food, mm-hmm. I go there. Okay, got it. And that's where you bought our lottery tickets today? In Well, not at the supermarket, down the street at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Closer to the 110. Do you think there's any chance we win, given that the winner of the billion dollars was here in L.A.? No, pretty good chance it's not going to be. I mean, the fact that two, that the $1 billion and the $2 billion winners were both in L.A. County, yeah. 
it, it would be pretty wild if someone else at you know at eight hundred and twenty million dollars won in L.A. County. Anybody want to buy a third of uh, our yeah. ticket? Did they ever find the real billionaire winner? They did. Oh, okay. Oh, the two billion, the one in Altadena? Because the woman was a fake, right? Well, she yeah. Went it turned the... out that the, whoever said they had they was trying to make claim to right. it was not the okay. person. Yeah. Are you talking about most recently, right here well, in downtown LA? She, she didn't have the ticket. She just wanted the news attention, yeah. so she showed up to the liquor store. Right. I started crying, right? I started right. freaking I started out. Started oh, you're talking about the, the right. billion. I yeah, thought yeah, about the week, two billion because there was oh. a there was a controversy with the two billion oh, too. Okay. Yeah. How about the lady who said she was the winner, and then the media that was there started chasing her down the road with their iPhones. Like, guys, even if she is the winner, like, really? It's that big of a story? Yeah. Isn't that what I was just saying? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. saying. Oh, okay. That's what I'm getting I just at. want to make sure we're saying no, the no, same thing. He <laughs> thought you were talking about the person in Altadena. I just want to make sure I'm we're copacetic. I'm talking about the person yeah. down here in L.A. <laughs> okay, we're all good. Yeah. No color lines. All good, homeboy. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, yo. Remember that? He used to make fun of that all the time when he did the night show. What do you mean make fun of it? Because my, we, it was my new phrase. Oh, it was Keyshawn? like Keyshawn yeah. said, "Don't get it twisted, yo." Homeboy, homeboy. And you were like, "Oh yeah, don't get it twisted." That's right. Or homegirl. I used to call you the legend back then. Back then, well, then what ch- happened? Well, we were pumping boy, it up at boy, the. Oh, we were pumping it up, boy, man. A lot has changed. Man, it we went had from a... legend to like uh, you know the, the the punching bag, rodeo clown. <clears throat> yeah, that's what we You're like to call it. Legend to legacy. Yeah, really. Well, that's a good thing. That is. I mean, you won show of the year now. That's true. And host, and of, the host year. of the year. I mean, look at that. Yeah. You're on a roll. Don't Man get it people. twisted, what old boy. Are, what are you complaining about? No, I got nothing to complain about. Exactly. It's all good. See? Plus, but, I got a puppet. Pero. And a fan club. You yeah. guys don't have a puppet. I tried to get a new little Georgie puppet. Mm. L- little Georgie doesn't want oh, one. Sonata didn't like that idea. I wanted a little yeah. Morales puppet. Little Mo. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? When <laughs> I was a kid, my parents called or I one of, I think both of them called me Little Mo. Little Mo. Yeah. Get you a puppet. Lil Mo. I just like bacon. That's all I'd like to eat is bacon. Right? Oh, that's the best you, you can that's, do? That's what we're going to do. Okay. So, no. You're gutless. <laughs> you're, Give me the you're meat. Gutless. <laughs> Give me the meat. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Tomorrow night is the night. The Michelob Ultra Watch Party is going down in the city of Orange. Come on out and support the women's national team as they, they take on the Netherlands. The watch party starts at 6 p.m. at Danny Kay's Sports Bar. You must be 21 and over to get there. It's a sports bar. It's a billiards club. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you played pool? Oh, I think I was like 15 oh years old. Really? I used to be good time. for a little Can second. Anybody here play pool? Anybody here good at billiards? No, I try. I'm horrible, but mm-hmm. when you're single and you're a girl, that's like a good place, you know? That, the well, guys, it depends on what you're looking for. That part. But you know? like, you know, it, no. The you're one looking that for I, bad boys. They're there. No, the one that I went to wasn't like that. It wasn't like raunchy or whatever. But you know, it the guys- ratchet? Are, no. And the guys are like, oh, can I show you? And then you do like the, the Oh, yeah, I you got know? you. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Now I, I, always, I always go the opposite direction. Like when I would play pool with girls, they'd be like, so do you know how to play? And I'd be like, no, I've, I've never really played, as a matter of fact. Then I just go out there and I just start running the table. Are you good? No. No. I could see you being good. No, no. Yeah. Good. Not good. Like sneaky. I no have good. not played in, a, I mean, easily like 15 years. Yeah? Yeah. Pool table always sounds like a great thing to have at your house, yeah. but the people I know- Nobody ever uses it. Right. They've yeah. done it like right. for a week. They're like all into it. Right. It's like people who get treadmills, and then the next thing you know, they're hanging their dirty clothes on treadmills. Or like, uh, you know, what did Bergman buy? He bought the Peloton, Peloton? that you bought. Are they still in business, Peloton? Yeah. Oh, okay. man. I use my Peloton every day. Yeah. Your boy. What's his name? Alex Toussaint. Mm-hmm. Club bangers this morning. Yeah. 45-minute club banger. So we'll see you tomorrow We'll see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Danny Case in Orange. Maybe Cappy will be there at 4 o'clock. I might be broadcasting from there. I've got this new thing now after last week at Black Gold yeah. where if you've got an Ethernet cable yeah. connection that's live, 
I've got the equipment. I show up, I plug in, and I broadcast. Okay, fair enough. Broadcaster will travel. Yeah. Well, can, you, can you give me 45 seconds here to tell a story? Sure. So our West Palm radio station, yeah. the ESPN radio station down there. It's an there. FM station. Yeah. Can we get an FM signal here? Seriously. It can would be we, great. Can we work, can we awesome. work that on? Can I get through one story? I'm just Sorry. asking. You're 42 seconds in. Do you I remember mean, yeah. the story <laughs> about their broadcaster during the Final Four? Oh, Ken Lavica. Ken Lavica. Yeah. Who was a hero. Yeah, he's the um the FA he's they have the FAU Owls. They right. went to the final four, and apparently his broadcast went out, right? Yes. And then he put it back together. He, he was had his to own hold engineer. The Ethernet cable. Oh yeah. my god. In the Comrex. Oh my yeah, god. It just broadcast. kept falling out. Right. And he was made to be a hero. Right, because the you know, the little like uh, you know, it's like a phone cord, so it like has that little stick little at the top thing. and the stick broke. So you had to keep the thing in. Yeah. Can you in with imagine, his hand. Cappy? Yeah. But yet nobody's telling us that we were heroes last week at right. Black Gold, right? Because we plugged in and there was no internet. Right? Yeah, with your and with your old tuna. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different reference, but yeah. No, the tuna, the tuna was, became old. It was yeah. delicious tuna, but then it became. But old. then right. Cappy tuna. and I yeah. said, "How are we going to get on the air?" Right. Yeah. And we unplugged an Ethernet cable from the back of a yeah. television, and I crawled behind there and plugged in, and we were on the air. So where's our? Parade, right. like they give Ken in West Palm that, Beach. That's how I ended up on Fox Sports Radio. I engineered my own uh, Super Bowl broadcast. Right. See, we're great here. We know how to plug in Ethernet cables to Comrexes. Nobody's talking about us. Nobody's sending out a company email about us. Right. Nobody's posting on the Good Karma Facebook page about us. I mean, Ken Lavica is a, a, a great American, though. Maybe this Friday during like the company-wide meeting, maybe they'll give us our proper kudos. On fourth Friday? Yeah. I hope so. Maybe yeah. so. We're plugging in Ethernet cables to Comrexes. I used to think when I was young in this business mm-hmm. that it, like the one thing you should not learn how to do is do any engineering of any kind. Because if you know how to do any of it, they'll make you do it. But if I could just be the on-air guy and not have to plug in anything and not have to know how to use anything, well, good. Good for me. Um, I used to watch these old guys walk on a radio row and they'd have their equipment with no engineers with them. And I'm like, these guys hook up their own stuff. And I thought that was like the worst thing that you could do. And now I love it. I'll take my equipment. I'll take my Ethernet cable. I bring my mics. I set up mic stands. You like, did the Cappy cast from the Super Bowl here at yeah. the convention center. But I'm telling you, Chris, well, remember I'm telling you. Remember how into that he was? Oh, he wanted oh, Radio Row so bad. But I'm telling you, how, how great last week. Well, at our levels were a little off, but guys, we're going to work on that. But, but all in all, dude, I show up, man. I got mics. I got mic stands. I got cables. I got stuff like equipment and stuff. I plug stuff in. Hey, I'm Romy. on the air. Hey, Romy, it's good to see you. Can I fill in for you? Plug sighted. That, that didn't go over for either of you two. It just bombed both of you guys. Whatever. Yeah. It's July 25th. Yeah, yeah. I know. Who hey, cares? Romy. Hey, Romy. We're unplugging an Ethernet cable from a dartboard tomorrow. Yeah, to that's right. You're yeah. darn right so, we are. What? You're yeah. darn right we are, pal. By so, the way, I'm taking that dartboard down, and I'm broadcasting. Do you want to hear? Funchy has this story, so I looked it up because I hadn't seen anything about Sean McVay because we're going to Rams camp, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday? Saturday. Four o'clock? Four o'clock at yeah. UC Irvine. You're yeah. going to be there at 3.59? Probably. Okay. Um, but- Funchy has on the topics list about Sean McVay's reaction to the Vegas over-under of six and a half. Mm -hmm. So I Googled Sean McVay reaction to Rams win total, Mm -hmm. and it's literally two words. Do you know what those words are? Uh, F you? No, that would be funny, actually. It's just, it's more sanitized than that. Oh, okay. It's just, oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Disrespect card. Come on, it's not a disrespect card. Yeah. Is that what he said? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Is it? They're going to win more. I would bet the over. If they're going to win more than six? Yeah. I think they're a seven-win team. I think that's kind of like their floor, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. As long as you have relative health. Well, that's a... Uh, relative, of course. Because in good, the NFL, you never have 
complete health. That's a good question because, you know, I've told you I've been watching this series quarterbacks, or at least I'm two quarterbacks in, two, right. two episodes in. Yeah. I guess Matthew Stafford was one of the quarterbacks that Peyton Manning apparently approached. Right. To be part of season one. Right. Imagine if Matthew Stafford. Oh, that would have been terrible. Was last year. Yeah, he got hurt. The whole, he, yeah. He's hurt. Yeah. And he's and he can't do anything. Thankfully, it didn't work out that and way. And it it would be, I think, ultra boring. It was right, it was bad enough that Mariota you know lost his job and he was one of the quarterbacks. But actually, and I haven't gotten there yet in the series. To I Mariota? Think, yeah. Well, I haven't gotten to where he loses his job. Yeah. But I actually think that will be very interesting. Yeah. Like to see a guy go through that. Right. Yeah. You don't see that. Yeah. I don't know what the real story was there. Apparently, there's more to it because I thought yeah. he left the team. Who replaced him? Do you know? What's that kid's name? He went to Cincinnati. Yeah, He's Desmond a, Ritter. Yeah, him. Yeah. Desmond Ritter yeah. from Three's Company. No, different Ritter. That's John Ritter. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. And that's R I T T R as opposed to R I D D R. Okay, my bad. Finally, y'all. he said something funny to My bad, y'all. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to do the same thing. He's kind of small, though, that Desmond Ritter. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, he looks, well, compared to Mariota, he's small. Mariota's big dude. Yeah, Mariota's a 6'4-ish kind of guy. And yeah, it has got some giddy-up. He can run. Yeah, but he's not... You know what he doesn't have? Did Mariota sign... Where'd Mariota sign this year as a backup? Philly. Oh, that's what it was. You yeah. know what it is, though, about Mariota? And I learned this during the during this series. What? He doesn't seem to have what Mahomes has, and even what Kirk Cousins has. What's that? He doesn't have that sort of quarterback like command the vocal, room. Vocal, like... He's like, more of a, a introvert, yes. He just doesn't have that leadership yeah, style. He's, he's an introvert. Yeah. Yeah. So Lead by example guy. But his example wasn't very good. Right. Well, the team wasn't also very good. That's so true. There's that part of the equation. They were not very good. Yeah. But but they did show this the game. Atlanta comes to SoFi and yeah. beat the Rams in week That's three right. last year. That. Yeah. For a team that was no good, they beat the Rams on their home field. Yeah. I mean, listen, um, I think he's a fine backup quarterback. He was a really good college quarterback, though. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. He was a guy. Played I, I in the college football playoff. Right. He had an amazing career yeah. in college. Yeah. You know who's going to be in the second season of quarterback? Have they announced it yet? They, they did. Uh, Payne Manning was on Pat McAfee's show this morning or okay. yesterday and uh-huh. said, um, "Who is it? Second season, um, Josh Allen. Okay, okay, I like that. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Okay, and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay, interesting. Wow. Interesting. Well, they can also save money on the New York stuff. They got two New York guys. Yeah, but I think listen, as mm. far as um, and Buffalo's in the same state. So yeah. So as far as um, Aaron Rodgers, like I'm super interested in that story. Old guy, yeah. changes teams. Daniel Jones seems boring as but all. But they have a hard knocks, too, coming out, too, right? They do. Right, so you're competing against the hard knocks. But, but I bet you Aaron will give them give Peyton's thing more more juice than, oh, than he will hard knocks. No doubt. Yeah. But I think that Daniel Jones, I'm with you, he's boring. But here's a guy who now was a first-round draft choice. The Giants re-sign him. He's now a $40 million quarterback. Yeah. And the only thing he's done in his career is win one road wild card playoff game. And he's now paid like an upper echelon quarterback. So following his story throughout the year, does he live up to the hype or does he live up to the contract? Right. That's a very interesting story. Rodgers goes to the Jets, um, new team, new players, new head coach, but same old general ma- or same old offensive coordinator. That's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned Josh Allen. He's the Patrick Mahomes of this season because he's like the young superstar. Yeah, the superstar, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. But you know, maybe I'll give it a shot, Cappy. I'm two episodes in. You can catch up and pass me very quickly. <laughs> I'm sure of that. <laughs> um, Cam Akers, by the way, is back in the fold 
for the Rams. I don't feel like that's been played up enough in this discussion about their season upcoming now. Have you heard Cam Akers from training camp today? I have not, so let's hear that next. Okay, you got to hear this. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, because it's it's about this whole running back not being paid situation. Yeah, the RB United. And he's pissed, Yeah, Cam Akers. Okay. Pissed. Oh, I like it. I like a pissed Cam Akers. You want to know why? Tell me next. I will. All right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 6 p.m. in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday with Sedano and Cap. You know what we do at this time every day? Yeah. Time for the producer Laura rejoin of the day. Oh, come on now. Hit it, Laura. I went a little early. Thanks, uh, That was good, though. We had like a blend. <laughs> it was nice. So you were talking about Lil Mo. Love and I wanted to play some Little Mo featuring Fabulous Superwoman Part 2. I just had to find a little clean version, so you guys are going to get a little snippet. That's it's clean there, Cappy. Little Mo. That's going to be your puppet. Hey. Little Mo. I'm Fabulous down. was really popular at that time. I mean, he, he was, was cranking out music. What time? <laughs> when was Fabulous, like, really? In this era. Which era was it? It's probably like the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like the cleaning supply stuff. You know, the purple you, fabuloso, stuff? You fabuloso, you No, no, tell about Fabulous the Rapper. Oh, Fabulous. Yeah. My man. Yeah. His sound is very unique. It's very, it, this, a lot of his music sounds like this. Really? Yeah. All sounds the same? Well, it has a similar sound. I think a lot of people have a similar, similar sound, sound, regardless of what musician you are. Right? Like, you could hear a rock band and probably tell right away, if you didn't know the song, who's performing, right? Okay, I think so. Yeah, same point. All right. Like, Drake has a certain sound. Sure does. Right? It's a little, you know, he has the whole emo rap. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? No, I was listening to a little uh, Drake this morning. Uh, yeah. Drake grew on me. Let me tell you something, because I didn't love him at the beginning, but I have, he's grown on me. You didn't like his song? What was it? What did he come up with? Um, my God, I got dedicated that. Over the my, years. That's so my he Canadian was. Hebrew brother. Did you? Yeah. The you know which one I'm talking about, right? The first song that dropped like in twenty was it? This like is from Little Spider and El Monte. We'll dedicate to Laura and West Covina. What's up, girl? <laughs> no, no, it was not Little Spider. Let me tell you, but yeah. 11, what was 11? the song I was listening to this morning? Though he's like, it's the one. Who the f is y'all? One year ago, I ain't know who y'all is. Who the f is y'all? Anybody know that that I song? Have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, what goes through your head? No, that's you the song, dude. I'm telling you. Best I ever had. Yeah, that song. This I is was, this song. This oh. is the song that I yeah. kept. Yeah. I was like, okay, Who the F too is many. y'all? Too many. And somebody dedicated this to you? Yeah. 
Really? Oh, the best, best I, I ever had. had. And Come he never now. had me. Yeah. Oh, never, wow. never, oh, none hey. of them did, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ain't never had it, huh? Mm-mm. But you're the best they had. So why is he saying it? Who the F I is y'all? I think they meant like as a as a girl. Because I'm like, dude, you know he's talking about something completely What kind of dudes you messing different. with? Some nerds? <laughs> no, he was not a nerd. Like he was some a nerds cop. Some, some nerds all up in here? One of them was that a cop. don't know how to talk to a woman or anything? One of them was a cop. The other one was oh, no. a Marine. and um, So these yeah. are not nerdy cops and nerdy Marines? No, no. Little Cappy got caught up with a cop. He did. The sheriff. Riverside County Sheriff. Is it really? Yeah, like they, bi- they they are very like, oh, I'm not. I don't mean to say for everybody to get mad. I didn't mean to say that like well, that. I just meant. No, I like get. It, I, trust you know me, I mean? I'm on the same level with you, Chris. But I remember what I told you at the softball game. Yeah. He got really upset when I was like, "Oh, you're a cop." He's like, "I'm a sheriff." I'm like, "Oh, sheriff. sorry, my B." Who the f is y'all? Uh. Uh, I don't even uh, know what you're still talking uh, about. <laughs> yeah, I still have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. That's that Drake song, is it? Yeah, he's like. I ain't even know you people a year ago. Who the f is y'all? I gotta Google that now. I yeah, gotta. Google I have no this. idea what song that is. Is there anybody in the circle of trust? I think I know what you're doing. What? You're not saying the right lyric. I, I, I know the lyric, but it, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Do it again. Hey, who the f is y'all? Right. He's like in the song. It's like I ain't even know who you people were a year ago. Right. Like now I'm all famous. Y'all. Who the he- who who the f is all y'all? <laughs> is it over by Drake? Let me hear how that Hold song on. goes. Oh, it might, it might be. Shake. I gotta I gotta check because you know these these songs are um right because when he says who the f he, he says the real not f. radio edit Cappy. So uh, let me yeah, get that's to the you. problem. Yeah, Funch, yeah. you know what I'm talking about here, dog? Oh yeah, you do. You know the song I'm talking about, right? Drake. Yeah. yeah. Who the f is y'all? <laughs> what song? <laughs> what is that song called? Is that the name I of it? I think it's, let me let me confirm, I think it's over, and I believe it was a, the Thank Me Later album. Give me a sec. I think it was the what Thank is, Me Later what, album. What Drake songs do you like? Not you, them. Oh, like, if you, had, if you had to go one Drake song, what would it be? Like, would it be Nice For What? Or? I don't know, Controller, Started there's From a, The Bottom. There's a, a real You know that one. Started, started From, from the, the Bottom, Now We're Here. here. Everybody yeah. knows that song. Right. Uh that's a good one. Yeah. We got the clean version, right? Yes. Uh. Yeah. Uh. You didn't know him last year. Yeah. Who the F is y'all? There you go. That's the song. There you go, Captain. I ain't even know who any of these people is. A I year, year ago, I ain't even know any of y'all. Who the F is y'all? That's I, my Hebraic Canadian like, brother right there. It has to be over. That's the only song that kind of made sense. But you hear that line, right? Who yes. the F is y'all? Who the F are y'all? Who the F are all y'all? <laughs> all up in it. I like the Ballers theme song that he, yeah. he does. Oh, the Ballers theme uh, song. That's a really good right one. Right above yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a really good one. Right above it. No. That's how it goes. Anyway, how do we get on to Drake? Uh, I don't remember. Sounds fabulous. Had a sound. Oh, right. Drake has a sound. Fabulous Drake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Cam Akers had a sound that we wanted to play, right? I want you to listen carefully to this. Do we have it? We do. Okay. I want you to listen carefully to this. Mm -hmm. So let's just set this up like this. A couple days ago, the running backs. Had a Zoom call. Right. Everybody had a Zoom call. And it was all the star guys, right? Mm-hmm. So Nick Chubb is in there, and Saquon Barkley, who, by the way, signs today. Like, all this story about, oh, these running backs are going to strike. They signed the tender, right. 
Did you even see what the numbers were? I think it's 10.6 is what he got. But did you see that he's got to earn $909,000 in incentives by having like a monster year? Yeah. Scoring like 15 touchdowns, yeah, 1,300 yards I mean, rushing, it, it 45 receptions. It's certainly skewed towards management, yes. Right. And, and, and even, if, even if he accomplishes all of these things, he's having an MVP caliber season for $909,000 worth of incentives. Right. So Saquon Barkley, for all the tough talk, he knew he had nothing to do. He knew he had no choices. It's either play or don't play. Play for the $10 million. Don't play for $10 million. Don't make any money. And so it sucks for these guys. So they have this call, right? Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, yeah. Josh Jacobs from the Raiders, who's yeah. not there. Um, and it was Najee Gordon, Harris from right, Pittsburgh. Right, yeah. uh, Christian McCaffrey. And it's all organized by Austin Eckler yeah. of the Chargers, the right. undrafted guy. Right. So who wasn't there? Oh, Cam Akers wasn't there. Cam Akers was not and there. And he was upset. Listen to what Cam Akers says today, and listen to the little jabs that he has about the fact that he wasn't even invited to be part of this conversation. Let's go ahead and play it. Have you um, been monitoring or tracking that league-wide conversation? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have with the running backs. Uh, I wasn't a part of the group text yet, obviously. Um, I guess I haven't done enough yet, but... Um, if you ask me, do I agree with what's going on with running backs? No. Uh, I do think we are a value in the league. Um, but, hey, what, you know, what, our hands are kind of tied at this point, so just got to keep playing football. Uh, show I'll prove it, you know, prove it, I guess. Like I said, I don't agree with, I agree with those guys. I don't agree with what's going on with running backs. I wasn't in the group thing, um, but eventually I will be. You hear that? Isn't that interesting? He has that little comment about how... I wasn't part of the group test. I haven't done enough yet. Yeah. And he, the way he said it was, guess I haven't done enough yet yeah. to have Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler and all these guys get me on a call Well, I mean, get it's, my opinion. It's kind of, I mean, accurate, right? The guys, The guys that were on that call were all guys who you would consider elite running backs. They're the, the upper echelon guys in the league. Yeah. Cam Akers is not considered an upper echelon guy. Right. He seems, at least the way I hear it, to be like a little annoyed. Yeah. That well, guess a I haven't chip done on the shoulder yet. kind of stuff. That's okay. Yeah. Good, good for him to have a chip on his shoulder. Guess I haven't done enough yet to be involved in this group. And later in that that mm-hmm. quote, mm-hmm. he said something like, um, "But I plan on being." Or right. Or yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so I kind of liked what what happened today with Cam Akers, a, a public acknowledgement of. They don't consider me part of the elite group, and Hope, I want to be part of it. Hopefully that's a good sign for the Rams. Yeah. Seriously, because after last year's disaster in the running game, mm-hmm. and and really— Well, the, the offensive line also was a mess, too. No so. question about it. Yeah. But Cam Akers, you remember what happened last year. Yeah. There was a thought that he was going to get cut yeah. or suspended. For, like, right, him nobody, and McVay had b- bumped heads. Yeah, there really was never enough reporting yeah. right, on why he was sat down and yeah. deactivated. Well, I, there was some reporting about like just them having an issue like in practice or something like that. But that was it. It was very vague, yes. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm looking forward to getting out to Rams training camp on Saturday. Yeah. We're doing a live broadcast from 4 to 7 p.m. Yeah. Want the whole circle of trust, trust to come on out and have a good time. We're told that Aaron Donald is going to join us, which for me is great. Because, you know, Pittsburgh. I, mean, I love the whole pit connection there, yeah. you know? And so I'm stoked about it. I can't wait for us to get out there on Saturday. I love it. If you like it, I love it. What if I love it? Then I adore it. Oh. What if I adore it? I don't know. I don't have enough. Okay, I mean, yeah, to... I was going to find out how deep you could go into yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. Pretty good, though. Three deep. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah.
Like it, love it, adore it. Yeah, 3D. That's what you'll see in the NFL training camps. That's right. We're going to be breaking down the third string tight end. I know you love it. I know you like to do that. Yeah. I love to do it. Yes. You like to do it. Right. I like. Right. I love. love. Right. You adore. Mm -hmm. I adore Mia Moore. Remember that song? See. Color Me Bad? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. Ooh. I want to sex you up. No, that, 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 was, don't stop, stop, stop. that was the previous song. I Adore Mia Moore was a very similar sounding yeah. song. I adore, yeah, yeah, yeah. I adore Mia Moore. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Now I know it. Yeah. Uh, big deal or no deal. Next. 630 in the South Atlanta Live Imaging Tuesday on Sedano and Cap. You know what this is. Well, Bone Thugs, first of the month. Oh, hell yeah. Because on this day in 1995, Bone Thugs and Harmony released the album E-1999 Eternal. Now, remember, did I say it right? Because I think last year I said it wrong, and Lindsay got all mad. How'd you say it? What is East 99 Eternal? East 99, yeah. They have a street named after from in Cleveland or Cleveland Legends. Get it right, Morales. I know. Anybody here from... Baseball? I haven't heard from Woods. Anybody talk Cleveland to tacos are better than LA tacos. Whoa, whoa, bro. Wow. Ca- oh, careful, Budge. Careful. Yeah. She gets testy with that Dude. word. Careful. Dude. Careful. Why you Junior. gotta criticize my taste buds? Why I gotta be like all that? <laughs> She's gonna get this and then we're gonna get let's just not. Not gonna get it. Wow. You're gonna get us all in trouble, Funch. Oh. Yep, Funchy. You are. Meanwhile, it is it's time favorite. for big deal or no deal. Take it away, producer Funches. Thank you, Christopher. All right, <laughs> 49ers GM John Lynch and Coach Kyle Shanahan said that uh, Brock Purdy has been cleared for participate in practice when a team begins their on-field work tomorrow in training camp. All right. Purdy had surgery to repair a torn ULC in his right elbow. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a big deal or no deal since many predict the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl if Purdy is healthy cap? Um, I'm going to say I guess it's kind of a big deal. So, look, Brock Purdy had an amazing rookie season. You know why he was so great? Because nobody knew who he was. In other words, nobody had an expectation that he was going to make a contribution. He was supposed to be a third-string quarterback and hold a clipboard. But Nobody had tape him. on him, Cappy. So you're saying well, he can't re, re, you know, there was do this again? Guy, there was one guy who had tape on him. Right here, Mr. Scout himself. Oh, Mr. He, he knew about Brock Purdy right. before. He was, yes. you know, say the coaches didn't have tape, NFL tape. They didn't have all flip up on all twenty twos. I understand. I mean, he was the highest rated prospect to ever go play quarterback at Iowa State. It's right. not like he was some bum. No, but he was also drafted in the seventh round. I get it because of his measurables, not because he wasn't a good quarterback in college. Well, either way, did anybody see Brock Purdy doing what he did last year for the 49ers? My no, answer is no. I don't no. think no anyone My saw that no. coming, but I, I think Kyle Shannon has shown that he can do it with a lot of quarterbacks. So the question I mean, Jimmy is Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't some like great quarterback. No, but Garoppolo was a, pick. was a free agent that they went out and signed. You right. Know what I mean, they gave him and, and then they gave him the boot. And he yes. still has Trey Lance, right? They do. They drafted Trey Lance, and that's not number three overall, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's a guy you talk about measurables. Here's a guy who didn't have any of the game experience, right? But he had all of the the measurables that were interesting and and dynamic and all the things that that teams want. Who's so that? Here, here's the thing, Trey Lance. Oh, so here's the thing: Will Brock Purdy come back this year and pick up where he left off? Will he make those noises in the playoffs? Well, I'll tell you this. I think the Niners roster is so stacked that I think he can have maybe not exact. I mean, he was like 7-0. and um, So I'm guessing that won't be the case. But uh, he will have a level of success for sure because that team is just stacked. So 
Yeah, him coming back though and, and being ready to go in training camp, I, I don't I don't think it's a big, big, big deal. I also don't think it's a small deal. They do. It, if George if, Kittle's if, thinks if it's healthy, a big deal, yeah. If healthy are the 49ers the you know, the class of the NFC? Yes, if, if the Rockford. NFC stinks, and they are definitely the class. There's no question. But they haven't done it. I mean, that's just it. You know, they, they haven't. Well, this Kyle the Shanahan team. Yes, but they haven't. Or, sorry, the, the Super Bowl once in the right. NFC Championship. Or NFC Championship. So they've been twice. good, and they've been on the verge. Right. But they haven't gotten over the top yet. Yeah. So let's see them do it. It's time. I mean, you know. Only one team wins every year. But it's like the Denver Nuggets. You know, they were building and building and building, and they finally won the championship. Yeah. That's kind of like the Niners. They've been good, good, but not championship good. Right. They trust Purdy. Let's see what happens. (laughs) All right. Bad news for Bills running back Naheem Hines, as officially he's already out for the season. As he was sitting stationary on a jet ski when another jet ski crashed into him. Yikes. And now he's out for the season. He That's was supposed brutal. to be the primary returner on kickoffs and punts and was in line to get touches in a backfield as well. Yeah, he's a good third down back. So is this a big deal, no deal, in that it won't affect the Bills on the field, but player off the field contract stipulations? Okay, what, the the question is what? It's not going to affect – is this a big deal, no deal, in that it might affect player off the field contract oh, stipulations? Well, I mean, yeah, look, you know, it, like it, you can't go on a jet ski and I get it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those clauses. You can't go skydiving. Contracts, something like that. I get that, but – I mean, no if motorcycle. You, if you're just sitting there and get run over, like that's kind of not. I mean, if they can prove that that's the case, then that's kind of not his fault. But yeah, NFL teams um, generally have a lot of these stipulations in them. If I were the Their Buffalo contracts. Bills, I'd be like, okay, well, um, you're hurt and you can't play, and you didn't get hurt during football stuff, and you didn't do it during our our training camp. So you know, this is the NFL, and we don't really care. You know what I'd love? Go, Shanana. I'd love. To see Cappy as the general manager on a hard knocks team and yeah. try to like cut the guy. Oh, I would be so bad at that. <laughs> I was just gonna say would you so would be bad. so terrible. Would you be like so Jack Del Rio when he was the coach of the Jags. That well, that was like one of the first years of hard knocks, and every time they would show the after, and he's just like all beat up, talking to his coaches like, you, man, you, that was you tough. Would that was be tough. So bad, terrible, at terrible, the cutting the guy. It's terrible. I, I I can tell you guys the first time earlier in the show somebody yeah. said who is the coach of the of the. By the way, not that I would be good at no. it, but you would definitely oh, be bad. at it. I would be horrible. No, at it. Sinano would be good at it. I don't you know. get into a rhythm. I would be terrible at firing people. I really would be so bad. I'd be like crying and apologizing. I'm so sorry. I know you put your whole I've life been here. into this. Right. I've been cut as a free agent. Yeah. Earlier in the show, somebody said, who was the coach of the Chargers back when they lost the Super Bowl to the yeah, Niners? Bobby it was Bobby Ross. Ross. Yeah. I remember that because- When he cut you. He cut me. Yeah. Oh, he did? I swear to you. And yeah. he sat me in his office and he said to me, he said, and I remember he called me Cap. He goes, Cap, you had a great training camp. But we've got a guy, and he's signed. John Carney, yeah, right? and yeah. he's and he's really good, and he's really good. and we're and we wish you the best of luck. And, and he said to me, he goes, "So what are you going to do now?" Like he actually took the time to like defuse yeah. me. Yeah. The only time I got mad when I got cut, I got mad one time. Was this when the Lions spelled your name wrong? No, uh-huh. no, no, I was mad about that. Yeah. But they gave me the option: take your name off the jersey and go nameless, <laughs> or have the wrong name, pal. <laughs> When Craig he, Carden replaced you? No, oh, no, uh, no. That that uh, didn't some, bother me. Also, uh, <laughs> although I knew that I knew what was going to happen in that circumstance. Yeah, yeah. But when Dave Wanstead was the coach of the Chicago Bears, oh, Wani, he, he cut me. He cut you too. He cut me, Wani. And I was so mad. Why? What happened with Wani? Because Wani hates me. By the way. Well, Oof. here. Well, I. <laughs> I could understand. You probably crushed him on the radio. Oh my God! For those years. years with the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was so bad. And then he claimed, oh, we're so good. We won 10 games. He didn't make the playoffs most of those years. 
So Wanstead cut me by the Chicago Bears. Funny story about Fox Sports Radio, Wani, later. Go ahead. But I I remember getting to the Bears and signing with them as an undrafted free agent. Yeah. And Wanstead says to me, look, I need another pit guy on this team. Yeah. You're my guy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, coach, I'll do whatever you say. He's like, we're going to get you plenty of reps in in preseason. You're going to win this job. Yeah, yeah. And who was the other kicker? Kevin Butler. Oh, my God. Come on. That guy's like a legend. <laughs> a man I cut right? John Carney and Kevin Butler? I know, right? That's okay. And Jason Hansen. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. These are all great players. Yeah. But Wanstead was like, you're my guy. So he lied to you. So here's what happened. Yeah. We're like two days into training camp. Right. They had this um, test that every every player had to pass, uh, yeah. you know, physical fitness test. Right, right. All these fat asses failed it. Right. Next thing you know, guys are like dropping like flies. They got to bring in new bodies. Yeah. They're like, Cap, sorry, you got to go. I'm like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, you're the low guy on the totem pole. You're the undrafted free agent kicker. You got to go. I was so mad. I said to Wanstead, I said, Dave, you told me that I was going to get a legitimate chance to win this job. He goes, what can I tell you? We lost like five guys during the test. We got to bring in new bodies. Yeah. I said, no, Uh uh-uh, no. He said, well, what do you want me to do? (laughs) I want you to find me another team. So I go down to the, the general manager's office at the time. His name was Rod Graves or something like that. And he goes, what do, you, what do you need? I said, listen, I want to go to the Indianapolis Colts. I think that's a job I can win. I think I'm better than their guy. I want to play indoors in a dome. He calls the GM from the Colts in front of me. Here's what he says. Yeah. Hey, we're letting go of Scott Kaplan. Um, we think maybe you might be interested in him. Quote, he won't embarrass you. What, what, what kind of endorsement is he won't embarrass you? I'm like, bro, how about tell him this guy's awesome? This guy's amazing. But we, we hate to have to part ways with the guy. In fact, we want to trade. You want to trade for him? He won't embarrass you. He hangs up the phone. He goes, yeah, they're not interested. I go, of course they're not interested. Yeah. You know, that's funny. That's how Morales and I tell people about you, too. Is <laughs> really? You won't embarrass you. He won't you. embarrass you. <laughs> I ain't going to embarrass you. Yeah. Poor Cappy. God, um, I was pissed. I mean, yeah, that's the Wani, uh, when I, it was so bad in Miami when I was there that when I went to Fox Sports Radio and I filled in for, yeah, man, Tony Bruno one time, yeah, Wani was a weekly guest and would not come on when I was filling in. I, I love remember that. that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's um, great. I was, back in those days, I was rough. Oh, he was a blowtorch. Yeah. He was the Miami blowtorch. Right. Back then, he used to be fun. Now, I mean, he has to preface everything with reckless speculation. I'm just more measured about now. What he, you got to worry I have about like what actual, LeBron's going to say when I, he sees him. I have actual, like, journ- right, journalist cred right. now. Back then, when you weren't on ESPN doing sidelines of NBA games. Right, I have journalist cred now. I have to protect that right, a little exactly. bit. Mm. You know? But I did tell people to go to hell if they didn't want to, you know, fall in line with Anthony Davis. You told everybody to go to hell today if they didn't read the article that was written about you in Barrett Sports Media. Right, which you planted for me. It's a pretty good plan. Yeah, it's I mean, you, this plan of yours went weeks. <laughs> and eventually it got us someone talking about the show, which hey, I said very nice things about you. By the way, I got cut by the Chicago Bears that day. With Wani. I tried to get to the Indianapolis Colts. They told them I wouldn't embarrass them. That didn't happen. Yeah. I immediately went home to my parents' house in yeah. Florida. I moved yeah. back into my bedroom where I lived in high school. Yeah. And what did I do? What? I said, I'm getting into radio. Yeah. I'm getting into radio. Right. And I remember my best friend said to me, you're going to do what? I said, that's right. I'm going to get into sports radio. He goes, what? You think because you played college football, you know anything about sports? I'm like, I mean, a little. He goes, you don't know anything about sports. And he said his, his brother sitting right there. He goes, yeah. hey, Frank, who's the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings? He told him. Who's the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche? He told him. Who's the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets? He told me. He goes, how about you? You know any? I'm like, I don't know who any of those guys are. He goes, you have no chance in sports radio. Yeah. 30 years later. Here you are. Yeah. That's right. 
I mean, you still don't know sports according no. to Chris. No. Yeah, that, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's I mean, the format now. Yeah. Um, right, the format. I had to change the format. Yeah. We changed the format for it. <laughs> and by the way, if you thought I was bad on Wani back in those days, Lebetard was the worst. Oh, Dan Lebetard. Dude, they did a whole thing where they did like a fake restaurant mm-hmm. and they had like like all sorts of menu items and it would be like Wanstead related like they I think the restaurant was called Wani McStashes or something <laughs> like that it was pretty hilarious that's pretty good why didn't you think of anything like that in San Diego yeah Captain? come on George what the hell he said in San Diego. Yeah, well, why don't you come up with it? I mean, you're like the understudy to, to, to you know, Levitar. I'm not the understudy Well, at that's all. what it said in the article today. No, I said I kind of enjoyed their shtick of the way they did radio. Well, then you should come up with new restaurants for Wanstead now. Hey, now I'm that he's here in I'm, using all, I'm using all of Tony's old material, so what do you do? And John the Brick. <laughs> John the Brick. John the Brick is going to have a problem with that. Tell you that right he now. did 20 years ago when I said he's gutless. <laughs> oh, you, you, tell Wan, you should have told Wanstead he's gutless. Oh, I'm going to text him and tell him he's gutless anyway. Oh, you're texting I'm with gonna Wani? I'm going to text Wanstead. I'm going to say, hey, Dave, want to come on with me and Sedano? No, he's going to say absolutely not. <laughs> him and Jay Fiedler. What's oh, he Jay doing Fiedler? now? Wani? Yeah. Wasn't he a college football he, he analyst on for like Fox? Fox, I think. He was. I think he does college football Saturday. He was out with Matt Leinart and Reggie yeah. Bush, right? Wasn't no, he's he? not on that big show anymore because no? Urban Meyer took his place. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like the big show? Yeah. Urban Meyer it's a bad show, man. Really? It was not a good show. I tried to watch to support Matt Leinart and like Reggie Bush. God, I love Matt Leinart on Instagram. Northwestern just interviewed him too. Just interviewed who? Just Owani. Oh, he yeah, said he Wani. turned it down, didn't he? Um, just seeing an article right now. That's a tough job to take right now. Yeah, yeah very, very tough job to take. Even yeah. though Greeny will come and visit every, you know, and Michael Wilbon and Wilbon and mm-hmm. Rachel Nichols and Rachel Nichols. All the uh, Mike Trudeau. Oh, that's right. Northwestern Broadcast oh, for you, huh? You see Cappy's face. It is. Face. Well, Syracuse and then, Syracuse, then yeah. according did you, to the... Did you see Cappy's face when you mentioned Trudell? No, Ooh. no, it wasn't Trudell. <laughs> it was Rachel Nichols. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because well, yeah. you had the thing. Hey, Cappy, I thought she was hitting on me one day, too. <laughs> no, that's not what Cappy was alluding to, by the way. <laughs> so you just gave that up. Wait, you thought Rachel Nichols was hitting on you? Yeah. And you're saying that the way I described my story, that I think she was hitting on me? No, you said she was disgusted by you. She No, she up and downed me first, like right. checking me out. Right. Like, and, who's this dude? Right, and Funchy thinks that she was kind of hitting uh, on me. I, I didn't hear the second part of the story. I just heard her up and down part the, the other day. Okay. So I thought she well, was checking you out. Well, then let's just leave it there. <laughs> and then she said she's the biggest George Sedano fan in the world. Right, she like walked that. away from me, looking at me like in slow motion. And like this, I'm disgusted by you, Kaplan. I think Rachel Nichols and I would be a nice couple if like, she wasn't married and I <laughs> yeah, wasn't, she's married. And I wasn't that involved, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What are you involved with? I'm involved in a relationship. R- 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 Rachel. All right, anything else or are we done? All right, we're done. That's it. We're done here, huh? Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Um, you got a dealer's choice? Come on, you ready? We're going to play Hollywood Nights. Do this thing right. All right, let's do it. All right, that's next. Quarter in front of 7 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. Which Sedano and Cappy is the final segment of the show. What was that sweeper? Who was that voice? 710. That was ESPN. Jim Cutler. Oh, but That wow. was like Jim Cutler. D- didn't even sound like 22 him. years ago. I was just going to no say. Way. I didn't really? want Chris to go back to back. See, we can't go back to back. No, Jack. I liked it, You though. know why? That it sounds like a mean Jim Cutler. Tell me why. Because it's the final segment of the show on Sedano and Cap. Look at that. You hit it. Kid's talented. You hit it, man. You got a good ear. You did that little TikTok video thing where you put the hand on the camera. Well, it's I'm timing. Seeing. I got it from my father, I think. Yeah. Not from you, Cappy. No, I don't Although think working I... with Tony Bruno, he had great RKO radio timing, too. He was a great job. I used to love hitting the post on the third shift on Fox. Third shift on Fox. Mm. What happened to the song? Sedano and the crew. It's only a little bit. 
Well, we need to recard it. We got to recard it up, man. You know, I told you guys <laughs> that uh, I got cut by Dave Wanstead. You was, did, and yeah. I was so pissed. So I, I moved back to my parents' house <laughs> in Florida. Sure, I moved back to my parents' house in Florida. And and I can remember watching like Jim Rome is not burning. What was what was Dave, his? Oh, uh, the final word. It was something like it was like one of the early ESPN. Or what no, that is two. Jim Rome is burning. ESPN two. Yeah. No, 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 he's talking about early. the first one with yeah. Jim Everett. That right. one. Oh. That show. That yeah, yeah. show. Just, I, I think it was just called Rome. And I'm yeah. telling you, like I'm living in my parents' house in the bedroom I grew up yeah. in high school, watching Jim Rome on TV. Dreaming and, that one day you would fill in for him. And, well, I didn't. And get into a fight with Jim Everett? I didn't know that at all. But I, I, you guys will appreciate this. And I know everybody who listens always kind of likes these old stories. I went to this radio station in Miami. I walked into this guy's office. I said, I want to be on the radio. He said, have you ever been on the radio? I said, no, but I think I could do it. The guy goes, I feel like I know you. I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like I know you too. Who was it? It was all three of our yes. mentor. The great Andrew Ashwood. The great Andrew Ashwood. The gorilla. I, if it wasn't for Dave Wanstead cutting me. I would not have met Andrew Ashwood. I would not have gotten into radio. That actually might not have been a bad thing, actually. Yeah. I'm show show would have been Sedano and Trudell. What what would Charlie have uh, done with you back then? Well, that's a good question. I mean, maybe he'd turn me into an electrician. Yeah, probably. Maybe an auto mechanic. Make you honest work there. That's right. Yeah. You know? Um, Real quick, before we get to dealer's choice, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'd be remiss. uh, I know we're the fun and games department here, but... uh, you know, we want obviously all the thoughts and prayers to the James family right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Uh, with what happened to to Bronny at USC practice uh, Monday. It seems like yesterday morning, uh, nine thirty yeah. in the morning. He's in stable condition, and you know, obviously, you want to respect the family. They will release more when they're ready. Nothing, you know, the athletics part of this is not important. It's just that the young man is okay and his health is okay, and we hope, uh, and you know, we hope and pray that that they uh, they get through this as a family. Yeah, but I got to say something. You see, this Bronny James story, um, forget about sports for just a minute. Forget about the fact that he's LeBron's son and that he plays at USC and that by virtue of those two things alone, being LeBron's son makes you an international star. Not to mention, I mean, LeBron's been talking about Bronny and how much he loves this kid, how much he wants to play with this kid, and he's been coaching and so on. He's been at every game. So there's a relationship. There's a real human father-son family relationship regardless of how famous LeBron is or how famous Bronny has become regardless of how much Bronny receives because of who he is forget all that for a minute it's an 18 year old child yeah the parent it's the parent's worst nightmare an 18 year old child chances are incredibly physically fit looks great body ripped you know, getting ready to go on an international college basketball tour over to Europe, Greece, and somewhere else that they were preparing to go, the USC basketball team. Yeah. And when you're 18 and you are invincible and you are in incredible world-class shape because you're that kind of an athlete and you have cardiac arrest, like, how does that happen? Like, I, I, And I don't yeah. mean, like, how did it happen to Bronny? I mean, how does that happen, globally speaking, to a young person Who's in this kind of physical condition? Yeah, uh, there was some. There was a tweet today that I saw from some um, reporter, and you know, I'd have to find it at the moment. But it was basically that this stuff happens more than you know. Um, What happens is we live in a twenty-four hour news cycle, and we're now more aware of these things. Um, and it's happened for a long, long time. There's like you can go and 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 this person did the 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 research of going through, uh, unfortunately, a litany of young athletes in in that age range that things like this has ha- have happened well, to um going back 
you know, multiple decades. But you know that this happened a year ago at USC. They had a player a year ago. I'm trying to remember the kid's name. He he had cardiac arrest. He wound up coming back, and I want to say he played in like 14 to 16, maybe 15. Yeah, I'm not aware. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a kid. There's a kid on the USC basketball team. I'll tell you his name in a second. There's a kid on the USC basketball team. Almost the same story last year. Yeah. Cardiac arrest, and and then wound up playing. So here's the good news. The good news is is that by all accounts, he's in stable condition and, and doing okay. And and this is something that has happened. Other the, the kid's name, he's a center. His name is Vincent Iwuchuku. Iwuchuku. Thank you. Yeah. Um, same thing happened to this young fella last mm. year. Right. So here's my last thought on this. LeBron, the dad. Like to me, I think about my son who's 23 years old. He's getting ready to go back to college to play ball. If something were to happen that you don't, like you don't know that's happening inside their body. Unforeseen, yeah. Right. That could be like your worst nightmare. Correct. It is It is great news that whatever happened yesterday morning at 926, you know, over on the campus of USC, that there were people around. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't mean DeMar Hamlin kind of people around. Right. But I mean, scary AF yeah. for a young kid like no that yeah. to be this famous, to have this famous of a family yeah. for this to happen. Yeah. All I could think about was the father part of it. Well, the, the parent part of it, right. That's immediately where I went. It's yeah. just like it's it had to have been terrible. Just getting that call is terrifying. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you're you're trying to get to your son, in this case, as quickly as you can. So. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know where LeBron was yesterday morning. Yeah. I don't but, know but I mean, the, the thing is, is we've been seeing him down in Miami, for example, right? Right. I mean, he, was he was there for, he was the, there the, for messy, the messy the first, thing. On Friday, yeah. Prior to that, he'd been, you yeah. know, in Europe somewhere. Puerto Rico. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So the, the point i'm trying to make is is that lebron's kid is now in college yeah. lebron's kid is now prepping to go with the usc basketball team to a european tour to play ball right lebron is out doing his thing yeah you know right and he got to hustle home yeah scary dude it's very scary for sure and uh again we we uh all the love and prayers and thoughts for the james family and uh and you know a speedy recovery certainly to Bronny. uh cappy on a much lighter note, do you have a dealer's choice for us here? I do have a dealer's choice. So you know that something happened today in the NBA that we have not spoken about here this what, afternoon? What was that, Captain? And that, and it's interesting to me because I would have thought that you would have come out hot today and wanted to talk about this, and you didn't. What's that? This signing by the Celtics. The Jalen Brown signing. Dude. Okay. I had just read... Um, Funchy had sent to we us. We talked about ar- it during crosstalk a little bit. So, but Funchy had sent super us an crosstalk. article. Sorry, super crosstalk. Um, and it listed was it the Athletic Funch or somebody listed the twenty five best players in the NBA? Uh, the Ringer. The Ringer. Okay, the Ringer. Mm-hmm. Okay, top twenty five best players in the NBA. Did you happen to see this list, George? Uh, I glanced at it. Yeah. Okay. Do you know where LeBron comes in in the top twenty five? I think eleven or something like that. Do you know who comes in right above LeBron? Uh, Anthony Davis. So at LeBron 10. was twelve and AD was eleven. Okay, right? there yeah. you go. Yeah. Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm is considered the 11th best player in the NBA, according, according to, to the, the ringer. ringer. right? And LeBron James is considered the 12th best player in the NBA. Yeah. Okay? So for all this top five, top three, top player, LeBron has now fallen, according to this report, ringer, right. according to these guys, yeah, yeah. down to number I 12. think Anthony Davis is actually getting the short end of the stick there. Okay. You think that he should be up higher? Yes. Okay. Where, Funchy, tell us where Jalen Brown... Listen, in basketball circles... Really good player. Yes. In, in but the, he still has things that he can work on as a young player, for sure. But in the real world, he's a nobody. He's not LeBron James, Anthony Davis. He's, he's not like a global superstar. He's right. not a name guy. Right. In the NBA, he's a name guy. Yeah. In the real world, he's not a name guy. 
Jalen Brown has become the highest paid player in the NBA. For now. Right. His teammate will probably become that guy very soon. And when you see the numbers that Jalen Brown is yeah. going to make $70 million. By the end Ooh, of the contract. $70 million. Yeah. I mean, listen, if I'm Otani, I'm asking for a trade to the Saudis. Seriously, pay me and then lease me back to a Major League Baseball club. I don't believe they have a baseball league. No, they don't Not have yet. to. No, they don't have to. They just they they trade for Otani. Yeah. They own Otani's rights yeah. and then they lease them back to the Yankees, the Dodgers, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, these are good ideas, isn't it? Because seventy million dollars. Yeah. If I'm Otani, I'm like I want to make more than seventy. Yeah, Jalen Brown is twenty million dollars uh, or twenty two on the list. But the twenty two. Think about that. Some list has this guy yeah. as the twenty second best player in the NBA. Right. And he's going to make seventy million dollars a um, year. I would say. He's Probably better than some of the guys ahead of him on this list, but that's just my personal opinion. Is he a top five player in the league? No, definitely Top not. 10 player in the league? No. Top 15? Maybe. Pushing? Maybe. $70 million a year. He's also 25 years old. Hey, young brother, get that money. Yeah. Seriously, man. Um, I, You know, look, I think that that's just part of, it's no different than, um, you know, the quarterback stuff, right? Like, the guy who's the highest paid guy is the newest, is the latest guy. But, but Justin Herbert today becomes the highest paid guy. And you would say that, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he he's might in that be considered next top five. Yeah, he's in that next year. Well, I mean, look, I think the way the Celtics are looking at this is they're banking. Remember, this doesn't start for another year. So I think they're banking on by the time he hits his real prime, which, look, as as is probably like now, like 26 to like 32 is like your prime in the NBA, that he's worth that. And he is a top 10 player. It's just hard to believe that a guy like Russell Westbrook was making $47 million, a guy like Damian Lillard's making like 60 something million, and now this dude, Jalen Brown's going to make $70 million. Well, you pay for um, future performance, not past performance. You know, I think that's part of the thought process here. So we'll $70 see. million, bucks, man, playing yeah. ball. Yeah. It's amazing. Good for him. Yeah, good for him is right. Yeah, I mean, you I were cut by Dave Wanstead. Right, and I and, was making... And they wouldn't even call right. Indy for you. I, I was and, making like $500 a week in training camp. Yeah. All right, we're done here. Excellent work, Cappy. Well, this show was fast today. Good job, Zaddy. Uh, Christopher, excellent work. Enjoy your uh, bacon. See Loud you Danny Case tomorrow. Yeah, loud and funchy. Great job. We'll talk to you mañana. See you.